Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We have a hell of a mystery coming out of Batavia. What's going on? Well, getting a letter in the mail that isn't a bill, that's surprise enough these days. Yeah, yeah. Right? But what one man found in his mailbox kicked off a mystery that has been 75 years in the Wait. making. 75 years? You're hanging out in the break room. That's just classic rock. 96.5 WCMF. Dan Dickens lives in Batavia. Danny Dickens? That is the most Batavia name <laughs> oh, I've yeah. ever heard. Dan Dickens, where does he live? Batavia. Of course he does. Double D? What happened? <laughs> the day after Christmas, he got a postcard in his mailbox. Quick sidebar. Mm-hmm. When's the last time either of you got a postcard? I can't think I of it. I don't know time. if I've ever received a postcard. Okay. Even more strange, the postcard wasn't addressed to him. Mm. But it was addressed to his house. Oh. The name was to a woman that he had never heard of before. But by far the weirdest part of the story, the postcard was sent on September 14th, 1949. Jesus Christ, man. Post-war postcard. Somebody just find it. Yeah. The postcard's 75 years old, and for some reason it showed up at his house, right on the address on the postcard, just a scotch late. Yeah. Dan wanted to get to the bottom. So is this something the post office found? Um, yeah, that's what I mean. Like maybe it like fell underneath something and they just uncovered it, so they sent or it. Or did somebody find it and just throw it in a mailbox? We'll get there. We'll get there. I want to know too. what's on that postcard. Oh too. my like, god! What, what a nineteen forty nine questions postcard would be. So he posted a picture of the postcard on a Batavia History Facebook page to see if anyone knew anything mm. about this, and he got a little bit of information. Right. So the postcard was sent to a woman named Catherine Catherine, excuse me, McClintock. She lived to 93. God damn, McClintock. She died in 1967. Oh. Well, she died before so she Nixon was... was in office. Yep. So she was old at the time this thing was sent. She uh, died. Older. She died before RFK was shot. Yes, yeah. Here's the ass kicker. She's got no kids. She had no kids. So Wait, she was a, she was a spinster. Uh, I don't know if she was married, but she didn't have children. So no one seems to know anything about her. The only information anyone could find is that she was survived by two unknown nieces. And that information only came from an obituary that someone dug up from 60 years ago. So we don't even have any real information on the woman that the postcard was addressed to. And there's no return on a, on a postcard, I don't think. Well, no, there's a return. Oh, there's there a, Okay, so we'll get to that. The big question is what you guys are trying to figure out here. Mm. Why did this postcard show up 75 years later at an address in Batavia? Mm. And that is what's up for debate. The phone number is 252-WCMF because there are some theorizing, as you guys just brought up, that the postcard got stuck in some kind of equipment, and when it was discovered, they finally delivered it to the home. How else, right? 
But folks in the know say that's a very rare occurrence. First of all, the post office probably wouldn't still have equipment anywhere in the country that was there in 1949. So they would have found it a while ago. You got it. And not only that, if it were to be found that way, they would take other steps instead of just delivering the postcard to somebody. There is another theory. What's that? And this comes from folks who work at the post office. So apparently, people will go to like flea markets and garage sales and things like that and buy old postcards. Okay. That are written out and yeah, been they, mailed? Yeah, because, you know, they are like pieces of history. Some oh, of those yeah. postcards are like yeah. little pop art, right? Right. They'll then put a stamp on it and put it back in the mail. Oh. Oh. So okay. this postcard had a postmark on it from 2023 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, so there's part of your mystery solved. Well, that's possible. We don't know for sure. That wouldn't be out of the question. But it would be the funniest explanation out of all of them, is that somebody just bought this at a flea market or a garage sale, messed with the odor of the house, put a stamp on it, and popped yeah. it back in the mail. Well, would this woman's name have been on it? Uh, yeah. No, I'm saying it would have oh, already been done. All they just the put st- filled every, out? Okay. Everything is already done. You all bought right. it the gotcha. way that it was. You gotcha. just popped it in the yeah. mail. The post office also says... That some of letters like this that are delivered decades later are found unsent in attics and basements when homes are cleaned out. And people that discover them, some want to bring them to the post office and get them delivered, which the post office says they will do within reason. But even that explanation is weird. Yeah. Because if someone- Why would you do that? Exactly. You're in Milwaukee. You clean out a basement. It's obviously, it's postmarked. So you know how old this postcard is. Yes. So why would you think that person is long gone? Yeah. Well, no, this wouldn't have been postmarked. Like, let's say they had it in the basement and it was never sent. It was just put away. You would then send it to the mail. But it it had a date on it, 1949. (laughs) But even if you were that person in Milwaukee... Mm. If you put this back in the mail, the, odd it would, the odds it would get to the relatives even of the person it was meant right. for. If that's who you're hoping. This woman who, who died, this woman who was addressed to, she was born in the 1870s. She died so in 60s. post-Civil War. Yeah. She would have only had great-great-grandchildren left if she had kids. Right. And those folks could not even know her name. They may not even be in the area. Yeah, exactly. So like putting it in the mail wouldn't do anything for you. That's yeah, so interesting. The bottom line is the story of this postcard in Batavia will likely remain a mystery until the end of time, which yeah. totally sucks because now I am 100% invested <laughs> oh, yeah. in Dan Dickens and his 75-year-old Batavia postcard. What would you, go ahead. Uh, what would you do if you got it, though? Because I would. there is this weird obligation to keep it, even though it's not meant for me. Okay. I would feel guilty throwing it away, oh, but there's nobody out. to give it to. What are you keeping it for? Uh, right. Just because it's such an oddity. <laughs> I would have to hold on to it. The eyes, okay. the odds that this thing fell in my lap yeah. from 1949, I'm definitely holding on okay, to Okay, but like, you know, that sucks because you know why? You know why? Why? If you get invited over to Tommy's house, mm-hmm. ever, everyone now is going to have to see the postcard. I don't care. Which is weird because you don't even keep your own family's memorabilia, <laughs> but so, yet you want to keep this mystery woman's postcard. So um, when you did the rose for me, you had my wife behind my back grab pictures. Yes. Yep. So. A lot of the stuff I have are in two little suitcases upstairs of all the pictures I've had through my life. It's like you came from Ellis Island. Pretty much, right? (laughs) I'm I'm packed to go. If I ever get kicked out of this country, I'm already packed. So in there are all my stuff from the road that I collected, right? And one of the things I collected from the road- Were all of the reviews that, uh, boo! (laughs) From the Paducah Times, it just says boo with 45 O's on the end of it. Sorry, you were saying. So I saved, I, I purchased a lot of postcards when I was on the road to places I went to, right? So- Usually, were these tourist traps that I would go to, and I would always grab one of the postcards. They were like ten cents, so I grab one. So she goes, "Why do you have all these postcards you've never sent out?" I said, 
because they're from like Oil City, Pennsylvania, yeah, and like Grand Island, Nebraska. That I, there was like some weird thing, and I bought the postcard to have it, you know. But like, I never sent. She found it odd. I had all these postcards. I never mailed any. No, I get it. I mean, I used to buy like, uh, like you know, the nuts. They would put like the googly eyes on and yeah, have like yeah. a flag that said, you know, like you know, Quad Cities, Iowa. Right. You just bought that stuff as a, a as souvenir. As like, kind right, of so thing. I'm dying to know because that's 1949. Most people didn't have a lot of money to take vacations back then. Mm-hmm. So most of the time you sent a, a postcard because you're on vacation. I can tell you where the postcard, what's on the postcard. Oh. Not the words written, and we'll get to that in a second. Again, yes, if you're just joining us, uh, we're talking about this guy. His name's Dan Dickens. He lives out in Batavia. Day after Christmas, he got a postcard in his mailbox from 75 years ago. It was addressed to his house, but it was addressed to a woman named Catherine McClintock. Long story short, he takes this thing. He doesn't know where it's from. He puts it on a Facebook page in Batavia. They found this woman. She lived at his house, died in 1967 at the age of 93, but she had no kids. She was only survived by two nieces, which people found out when they discovered her obituary from Batavia. So it sounds like she died in Batavia, mm-hmm. but that's where the mystery ends. And yeah. they don't know why it took so long to get it sent to Batavia. They don't know who this woman was or what she was doing. On the postcard, yeah. it's a picture of the Capitol building from Reno, Nevada. Oh, oh so a little postcard vacation. from probably. Reno. Maybe. Or maybe the postcard originated in Reno, Nevada. Maybe that person who sent it was from Reno, uh, Nevada. Okay, it could be that. Keeping yeah. in touch. And here's the thing. Uh, Dan Dickens, we never met this man. He sounds like a really great guy just based on the alliteration of his name. Mm-hmm. But he did one thing that's really bothering me. What? He didn't tell anybody, at least in the story, what's written on the book. Oh, yeah. Oh. I want to know that, too. Yeah. What is on the What yeah, did that's they the write? biggest mystery. Thank and it's got to be so lame from back then. I still want to know. How that's do you know it's like, so late? That's something that it's he feels n- like he has to keep private. Or... It's, it's 1949. There was a lot yeah. of stuff going on in this country yeah. in 1949. Mm. You're pr- just about to go into the... You're, no, you're Korea. Are well, you Korea? Korea? No, Korea hasn't happened yet. 50s. All right, so you're start of the Cold War. Atomic bomb tested. Ah, in Reno. Nevada. In Nevada. What's on the postcard, I got Dan? To, <laughs> I got to get up real close for the explosion yesterday. More details to come. <laughs> <laughs> because I guess to your point, uh, at this point, whose privacy are you trying to protect if there's you know no yeah, peace? Because the postcard's wide yeah. open anyway. Yeah. You can, anybody yeah. can see it. You're right. right. There's no envelope to right. it. Look, if you know Dan Dickens mm-hmm. in Batavia, and you can hear our voices right mm-hmm. now, next time you see him, you chastise him for not sharing what's written on the postcard that he got from 75 okay. years ago. Unless it's bad know. news or something. Or okay. unless there's nothing written on it, really. Why would you just send a postcard with a picture of the Hi. Capitol building? <laughs> Oh, I'm in Nevada. Check me out. You cannot check me out because there have not. We have not figured out a way to send photos instantly. And I don't think Reno at that time was like a big gambling mecca yet either, because like gambling was just starting in that area, like in Vegas. Yeah. So I didn't even know if Reno was just a little farm town. Bro, see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And skiing. Well, all these things. Do they ski in Reno? I don't know. It was a blue collar mining hub at the time. Bro. I just bought new overalls to go into the mine. Things are okay. The birds stopped chirping. Let me stop writing, and I'll write you back tomorrow. I can't beat this cough, though. <laughs> but, you know, now the fact with you, the idea that we don't know what's on the postcard. Yeah. Think about, now that we know that these postcards may have not been delivered, and, the, you know, yeah. it, it, it's like we always say on this show, if we have one story like this, there are 40 stories yeah. like mm-hmm. this. You know what I'm saying? There are other people 
who never got letters or postcards addressed to them from sure. years ago. And think about 75 years ago, some of that insane information that could have been there. Because the only way to communicate was paying a whole bunch of money for a long-distance phone call that maybe people didn't have. Yeah. Or to send it via letter. Right. And in some of those letters, you could have had letters that contained information like, I am in love with you. They were vital. Yeah. Uh, you are the father of my child. I was sent away. Kind of glad I didn't get that one. The person <laughs> you think is your mother isn't actually yeah. your mother. You're adopted. Those, All of those letters got written back in the yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And if they never got delivered, there would be two people for the rest of their lives that lived in totally oblivious bliss, I guess, yeah. that the other person never got the information. Which is kind of good. Unless, bliss. But unless it could have changed your life for the better. Bad, nothing ever gets better, Pat. Well, what does happen with that mail? Does it have a t- like the mail that you know return to sender, but there's no uh, return address? Like, do do they keep it for a certain amount of time, and that's, then it all gets thrown away? That's does- the question. 252 WCMF, what do you do with undeliverable mail? I know we are big with post workers because mm-hmm. that's the kind of clout we have in this town. Yeah. Yeah, is there like a dead letter yeah. office or something? Oh, the office of dead letter. It's gotta happen all the time. Oh, I don't. Know. How how hard is it to write a letter? Or Put just a, any mail. Any mail that can't be delivered. What? I where always does thought it they go? just burnt it after a while. Why would they burn it? What are you gonna do? It? Store it? You just throw it away? Why would you well, have burn to burn it or it? destroy no, it's it? It's so funny how you shred just, it. You're so four years old. You put it on fire. Well, we used to burn everything. With dinosaurs. Remember, we used to have incinerators at every building, and yeah. they just burn stuff. No, Dan's postcard. They just burn my overalls because <laughs> of the toxic gases in the <laughs> Reno mines. Two five two WCM having we're talking about this postcard delivered seventy five years late to a man named Dan Dickens in Batavia. It wasn't addressed to him. It was addressed to a woman who it turns out died in nineteen sixty seven at the age of ninety three. She died with no children, so the things gone cold. I also want to talk to this woman's nieces. Yeah. Who could be dead, by the but way. But they might not even know the old bird. You know your niece. You know your No, aunt. I mean if she died in sixty seven, her nieces Yeah, I guess they could be gone too. You're right. They could be in their eighties. You know what's funny? Like, right. if I knew that it was just a lame postcard, mm. I would stop thinking about it. I'm this. sure it's a lame postcard. It's the mystery of what's on the postcard <laughs> that wants too. to the get The story yeah. behind it. Exactly. Well, I want to know who wrote it. Like, that person. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Was that, like, was that her lover? Okay, see, we we automatically <laughs> go to the scandalous. Well, no, not scandalous, but let's say they had, you know, they lost contact with each other. You know, they could have served. They could have been in a war. He could have met her, and he moved away, and he still had a bone for her, and... What? You don't know? It could have been a love letter. Is it curly sexed? <laughs> no, that would be a... Dear Catherine, I think about you nightly in the mind. Think, speaking of shafts... <laughs> well, you know what's... You know what's weird? Yeah. And I'm not making this up. Yeah. You know, like famous people in early American history, they save their correspondence with, yeah. you know, other people. And like, there are sexual letters that they've discovered yeah. from like famous that people sense. that were written, you know, whatever. But like the idea that you could get sexually aroused by reading a letter <laughs> true, that true was written weeks before. No, there's not even pictures. It's just I like traced yeah. my penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, he sent me a penis tracer. What did I tell him? Never send me penis tracer. Gentlemen, never send an unwanted penis tracer. <laughs> You know what's funny, too, if he was tracing his penis? Yeah. Like, you could tell it would follow the line of the penis, and then, like, the last three inches would be a little squiggly, because, you know, he went a little bit farther yeah. than his penis actually was. And the fact you could fit your entire penis on a postcard is pretty sad. Postcards aren't very big. Well, they're probably, like, six inches. Well, you had, had to go corner to corner. Bro, I bet you the average... No, the, if the average man erect is it's just six under inches? six inches... How big's a postcard? It's got to be more than uh, six inches. Yeah. yeah, the average man, American man, could fit his penis on a postcard. Okay. If you traced it. 
Right. That would be funny. I mean, it's super on that. Like, if right. I next trip I go on without my wife, <laughs> I'm going to buy a postcard. Okay. I'm going to trace my penis and I'm going to send it to her. <laughs> but it's got to be long enough where she gets it before I get home. Or not like my penis. Folds out. Right. <laughs> folds out. No, she know I'm lying then. <laughs> no, but like the idea that you could sexually stimulate someone by writing letters. A love letter. Weeks in advance. Well, no, but like some of them are sexual. Well, but think about, I mean, there are books that do that for people. But they couldn't be too sexual in a postcard in 1949. Because that would have been flagged. Yeah. Well, did they read people's mail of course back they then? Did. The FBI read everything back then. Okay. Bro, this is the middle of the Cold War. We were with the Russians. Anything, any perverted actions were considered communist. You could be blackmailed and you could be sentenced to 20 years in prison. You know what's funny? I want to make fun of you for that, but you're probably right. You don't think the FBI, especially back then when nobody was paying attention, were looking at everything? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, if some dude's like, yo, I totally want to see your boobs, like, they're going to be like, oh, McCarthy, God, look at this over here. Look what he's doing. Well, Russian be, boobs. But you'd be considered a pervert. Okay, Anything maybe. sexual, you'd perv. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 